Hello and welcome back to the PR Fit Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me, whether you're you know watching on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I appreciate it. The only thing I ask of you is, if you enjoyed this episode or any episodes in the past, please send it to somebody that you think would benefit from the information. I have no idea who's listening to these. I can see the play count, but you know, I just really appreciate that if you would share it with somebody and just keep spreading the good news, all right? Um, thank you guys so much again for tuning in today. You already already know what the podcast is about, judging by the title. It is something that I think people lie on, you know, two different sides of the spectrum when it comes to cardio, and I think cardio is just a topic in fitness that is very misunderstood, and what I mean by that is, again, people lie on one of two sides of the spectrum. One side of the spectrum, people think it's the holy grail and they just, you know, put way too much stock, way too much effort in cardio. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, I think people think that it's useless and that it, you know, it just doesn't do anything beneficial for you um, when in reality it's somewhere in the middle, Okay. And the big thing I want to talk about in today's episode is using cardio correctly because most people, like 90% of the people I talk to, they're using cardio incorrectly. All right. And you know, we're all, you know, what we're all about here. We're all about working smarter and not harder. Okay. And I painted this picture before in previous podcasts, but the picture of, hey, I'm 20 pounds overweight and I'm trying to lose weight. And I'm doing a lot of biking and I'm doing a lot of running and I'm doing a lot of hit classes and I'm not losing weight. That is the worst place to be in. Okay. And there is a reason why you're not losing weight. And I want to touch on a couple of those factors. But one of the reasons within that is that cardio is is not the end all be all. Okay. And you're you're working harder and not smarter. So you know, I, I want to touch on a couple of very important points. And, you know, my goal of this episode is to help you kind of understand how you need to correctly use cardio moving forward to actually get the results that you want to see. Okay. And the first thing I want to clarify is from the very beginning is, you know, all the content in the, the people I work with, my clients, we are not performance based athletes. Okay. And that's what we need to understand from the get go here. If you are training for a marathon, if you are training to run the fastest 10K you can, you can um, possibly run, what I'm about to go over is, is out of context to you, okay? If you're training for a marathon, obviously you need to run. Obviously cardio in the form of running is going to be beneficial because you are trying to perform your fastest marathon time ever. And, you know, I come from a distance runner background. I ran um, cross country and track at Grand Valley. I'm not disputing that. Okay, what I'm going to be touching on in this episode is for people that do not have performance-based goals, but people who are either trying to lose weight or they're trying to look leaner and more toned in the mirror, okay? Because the way you need to use cardio and the way you need to train your body in general is much different than how you need to train and use cardio if you're trying to run a fast marathon, okay? That's what I want you to understand, you know, from the get-go here, okay? So, First, let's go over the best forms of cardio. And I'm going to give you two answers here. Basically, answer 1A and 1B. Um, the first one is going to be 
what I think is gonna be most helpful for you, like the most helpful cardio answer for you, and then 1B is gonna be more of the scientific-based reason, um, but you know, just hear me out on both of these. So what are the best forms of cardio for weight loss, for fat loss, all right? My first answer to that is gonna be whatever form of cardio that you enjoy doing, okay? There in one B, I'll get to what's kind of more beneficial, what's what's less beneficial. But the most beneficial form is this one that you're going to be consistent with, and that you're going to do on a weekly basis. And if you like to run, then you should run. Okay. If you like to bike, you should bike. If you like to play basketball, you should play basketball. Okay. Whatever you know, regardless of how beneficial it is or not for fat loss, if you like, you know, whatever's getting you to move your body, you should continue to do that. Okay, and I don't want you to take from this to be like, oh, because I'm going to talk about running a whole bunch here in a second. But what I don't want you to, to take from this is like, oh, you know, Ricky says running's use, you know, useless or it's bad for you or whatever. I need to stop running. If you like running, you need to keep running. Okay, don't let me, you know, you know, hear me out on on my answer to one B. But you know, understand like if you enjoy running, if you enjoy doing, you know, going on long bike rides or whatever, like by all means. Keep, keep rolling. It is beneficial for you. You are burning calories. It is going to help if you get the other things lined up. Now, my answer 1B to, to the question of like what's the most beneficial forms of cardio, usually going to fall in the two boats here. And this is, you know, again, this isn't the end all be all, but the two most beneficial forms are going to usually be either high intensity um, interval training type cardio or low intensity steady, low intensity steady state cardio. Okay. And let me break down, let me give you a couple examples of both of those. So the first one, high intensity interval training. This is when we are going hard for a very short period of time and then taking like two to three times the amount of time for rest. So example, that would be if you sprinted hard on the treadmill for 10 seconds and then you took 30 seconds off, which is three times the amount of time you were working, 30 seconds off to recharge. What this does from you know a scientific standpoint is it ramps your heart rate up hard. You are pushing yourself to near max effort for 10 seconds, and then we take 30 seconds to bring the heart rate back down the best we can, and then we ramp it up again, and then we bring it back down, okay? Very demanding on your body. You're going to burn a whole bunch of calories doing it that way, okay? Really, really hard, and then time off. Really, really hard, and then time off. And some of the best form of interval training is done in like a couple different sports. If you have an Apple Watch or a Whoop or anything and you can track your heart rate, if you look, you know, I have a client that plays hockey. If you looked at his heart rate over that hour where he played hockey, it would look like we were like we were doing a high intensity interval workout on a treadmill. Like to a T, it was like, I was like, this is unbelievable. I took a picture of it or a screenshot of it. It was like ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, and then the whistle blew, and then there was like 30 seconds off before the puck dropped again, and then it was heart rate's down, heart rate's down, heart rate's down. And then we're back in play, and it's back up, back up, and then it down and down and down. And it's a similar deal to basketball, um, any start and stop sports. So like basketball, volleyball, tennis, um, anything where we're going hard for a short period of time and then resting, and then hard for a short period of time and then resting. That's some of the best high-intensity interval training you can do. And if you're someone that likes to play basketball, likes to play hockey, likes to play tennis, then this is like, you know, that's right up your alley. And, you know, for me, I haven't done a whole lot of like hard, like interval sprint work on the treadmill in a long time. Um, But like, I've been playing a lot of tennis lately. I've been playing a lot of pickleball lately. Um, But I more so favor, 
the low intensity because it's easy to do. And that's what I'm going to touch on next. So those are some examples of high intensity. Let's go over some examples of low intensity. I think everyone, in my opinion's bread and butter should be walking. Okay. Low intensity, steady state exercise is just, is just what it sounds like. So, you know, low intensity, um, our heart rate's not nearly as high as it is when we're like sprinting on the treadmill for 10 seconds on 30 seconds off. Um, but we're able to do it for longer periods of time because of that. Walking is something that, you know, 99% of people can do. And if you don't do anything else, like I'm so confident in this, if you just added like a 30 minute walk in every single day, like, you know, you know, at night or whatever, when you get out, get out of work, that by itself, if you have a weight loss goal should help you a ton. And obviously there's other factors that are going to go into that, but you know, just walking and getting out and moving is, is so beneficial to ramping up your calorie burn for the day. And, you know, this is really what I recommend to most people for the two main reasons is one, it's very easy to do. And two, it's very effective for fat loss. Okay. And I know that, you know, some of you might be listening to this and you're like, oh my God, that's outrageous. Like Ricky has no idea what he's talking about. Trust me, 10 years ago, I would have literally laughed at this. Like I would have like, you know, someone would be like, oh yeah, you should just do more walking if you're trying to get leaner. I'd be like, yeah, walking like literally doesn't do anything for you. Walking is so beneficial for fat loss. It's just like, you know, in my brain now, I'm just like, why would you not do anything else but walking? Like it's so easy to do. And it's, and it's so beneficial to helping you lose body fat and look leaner in the mirror. So again, the two forms, high intensity interval training, and then low intensity, steady state, which is something like walking or like a real light bike walk, bike ride or the elliptical and don't get caught up too much in these fat burning zones. I know, I know like, you know, that was a, that's been a big thing in the past. What I recommend to most people or what I recommend to my clients is like, Hey, let's get on the treadmill. Let's bring the incline up to like at least 5%, you know, depending on what you can do between five and 10% um, incline. And then let's walk and get our heart rate anywhere from like 110 to 130 beats per minute. And let's just hold that for 25 to 30 minutes. Um, or really, if, you know, if you're someone that's, you know, needs to get even more burnt calorie burn in then you know, maybe around 40 minutes. But the moral of the story is like, that's a very, you know, it's not a, it's not a slog. It's not like I'm barely moving, but it's also not a sprint. Okay. Obviously we're walking for a reason. Okay. If you're getting on a treadmill and you're walking and you're getting your heart rate up into like 150, 160, that's way, you know, that's, that's, you're, you're working harder and not smarter. Okay. We don't need to be at 160 walking. I don't even know if that's possible. You probably have to, you know, run to get to yourself to 160, but let's compare that to, you know, let me, okay. So I just went over the high intensity. Okay. Let's think of that. That's one side of the spectrum. And then I went over low and low intensity, steady state. That's the other side of the spectrum. Okay. Scientifically wise, those are the two best ways to operate. If our goal is to lose body fat. Okay. Now there's that middle part of the spectrum, which is we're not at high intensity, steady state. We're not at low intensity, um, sorry, we're not at high intensity interval training. We're not at low intensity steady state. We're somewhere in the middle and that's going to be like running. That's going to be like, you know, biking hard for an hour. Um, running and, and long biking are two, two best examples. Biking's not bad. I don't want to group biking in. Running is when we run is where we run into some problems. No, no pun intended. And I want you to really hear me out on this and understand what I'm saying from a running standpoint. 
if you are someone that likes to run, then again, like I mentioned, you should you should continue to run. If you're someone that's running for the sole purpose because you think it's going to help you, you know, burn body fat quicker and you don't like running, you 100% should not be running. Or you should be sprinting hard for 10 seconds and then walking for 30. Or you should be walking, okay? But the danger we run into, not that running's super dangerous, but you know, the the problems we run into with running is is really like we just get too many like flare-ups in injury standpoints and it's really just unnecessary and you know let's just think about it if you could just walk at a steady state for you know 25 to 30 minutes and get the results you want or you could run and like feel miserable and your hips hurt and your knees hurt and your ankles hurt and your feet hurt or whatever you know flares up on you um why wouldn't you just walk okay and that's what i want to get like across to like most people is if we're running for the sake of like, oh, we just think that we're going to get in better shape from running, it's not true, okay? You're better off short sprinting or you're better off just just walking at a high intensity, or sorry, walking at a low intensity steady state, okay? And I know this is kind of like, you know, people get this confused a whole bunch. And again, if you like to run, I'm not saying you should stop running. You should keep running, okay, if that's what you like to do. But if you're running just for the sake that you think you're going to burn more body fat, it's not true, okay? You're working harder and not smarter. And the main problem that we run into with running, like I just mentioned, is we start having these flare-ups with injuries. And what's the number one thing that sets us back in the gym and you know, just on our fitness goal or our fitness uh, journey in general is injuries, okay? You know, it's just, you know, again, I'm not gonna harp on this too much, but it's just working harder and not smarter unless you enjoy doing it. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say on it. So, what um, next thing I want to touch on is what I do for for cardio. Okay, for those of you that do not know, obviously, you know I come from a distance runner background, like I mentioned earlier. I ran cross country and track, you know, distance runner at Grand Valley for five years. All right, so I come from this distance runner background. Okay, a lot of people ask me, Ricky, you know, how much are you running now? I have not ran since. Uh, COVID summer, which is what, 2020? I have not ran since 2020. It's been three years. And it blows some people's mind. And people also get the wrong, they see the results I've gotten since 2020 and they equate it to running. They're like, oh, you're really lean because you like run so much. Dude, I haven't ran since 2020, okay? And these are, this is the misconception I really want to clear up, okay? Um, and people ask, Ricky, why, why don't you run anymore? Two main answers on why I don't run anymore is number one, I've kind of lost the okay. The main the main reason why I don't run anymore is it's just not advantageous to my goal. Okay, I'm trying to gain muscle mass. I'm trying to have um, as little body fat fat as possible. Um, you know, I'm trying to look stronger, be leaner in the mirror, and like for the reasons I just touched on, it's smarter for me to do either high intensity interval training type exercises or to walk. Okay it is not any more beneficial for me to run. So I do not run anymore, okay? That's answer one. Answer two is I just don't, like the motivation for me to run is just not there anymore. Like obviously running was my life in college. It was all about, hey, I'm, I wanna be all American in track. I wanna be all American in cross country. Um, and I had different goals. I had performance-based goals. I was trying to run the fastest mile I could possibly run. Obviously, if you wanna run you know, a four minute mile, it's gonna involve running, okay? And that's what my, you know, that's what my goal was at the time. 
getting out of college, getting in the real world, I'm like, hey, I just want to look strong. I want to be lean. When you learn what it takes to look strong and to be lean, you realize that running's not in that equation. Okay, so that's really the main reason why I don't run anymore. So what I do for cardio is I'm either you know playing some type of sport like tennis or recently we've been playing a lot of pickleball. As funny as it sounds, but it is a good again start and stop sports is is are very beneficial to to fat loss. I'm either doing one of those two things as of late or I'm walking. Most of my cardio comes from walking, okay? And I've been doing a whole bunch, you know, this summer is a great example. I'm continuing to get leaner and leaner and leaner. Um, I obviously have my calories and macros dialed in, but I need to ramp up my cardio a little bit more because I don't want to go any lower on calories. So I have to bump up my cardio. So what do I do? I just walk more, okay? And that's what's allowing me to get leaner and leaner and leaner. And I've gotten to a good rhythm with it over the past three months where it's basically like, okay, you know, three days a week, I was doing 30 minutes of cardio. And then, you know, okay, I added an extra day in. And then now I'm up to like, okay, I'm doing, you know, four days a week around uh, 40 minutes. Um, and now I've got to the point where like, hey, I got a little bit more to go as far as like how much leaner I want to get. You know, Taylor and I are probably going to get a treadmill for our house because I want to continue to walk at that pace. And I absolutely hate walking in the winter. So that's like kind of the next thing is like, hey, we're, you know, my cardio, more so my cardio in the winter is going to be walking on the treadmill. Okay. But that's what I do. So that's like the, that's a big misconception I want to touch on because I've heard it a lot. Okay. I hear a lot, Ricky, I want to look like you, like, dude, how much are you running? And I just like try to get through people's head, dude, I'm not running at all. Okay. And it's not, you know, people have this, you equate this like, oh, if you're super, super lean, you must be doing a whole lot of cardio. Um, Sometimes that's true, but you know the other thing to be lean is you need to have high muscle mass, um, and in order to have high muscle mass, you have to lift, you know, and train your body correctly. Okay, so that is what I do. Let me quickly touch on the common mistakes. The common mistakes when people are trying to lose weight or, um, or get leaner, is they think that the first thing they need to do is ramp up their cardio. Now I just talked to you about oh I've been ramping up my cardio. Let me give you the full context. Number one. Before you ramp up your cardio or really before you add any cardio in, I don't add any cardio in to my clients' uh, programs until we get these first two things done. Number one is you need to be you need to be lifting consistently, okay? Minimum of three days per week um, because like what I just mentioned, you need to have muscle mass and you need to gain muscle mass because that is the more efficient and quicker way to get lean, okay? And people don't understand that you when we're just doing cardio and we're not lifting we are burning body fat but we are not gaining any muscle mass and when we're not gaining any muscle mass we run into the problem of of just not looking how we want in the mirror okay we might lose a little bit of weight but in the mirror visibly we might not look like we've lost any weight at all because we're still pretty soft okay and that's not what any of us are going for okay so the first thing that we need to do is we need to get on a consistent weight training routine the second thing, which is equally as important and really more so more important, is you need to start eating correctly for your goals, okay? Until you're eating the correct calories and macros and until you're lifting weights consistently, um, you're not going to be seeing the results you want to see in the mirror. And you can throw a bunch of cardio at, at that, but if you're not eating correctly and you're not lifting, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to look any different, okay? And again, there's nothing worse than doing a shit ton of cardio 
and then not visibly not changing how you look in the mirror at all. Okay, that's literally the worst place to be. And I don't want to, you know, make fun of anybody or, or anything, but this is the, this is what I see like all the time is like is 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 people just like running and you know again are you running because you're training for a marathon that's one thing if we're running just to lose weight dude the worst thing ever is to be 20 pounds overweight and we're running 50 miles a week and we're still 20 pounds overweight like you don't want to be there okay it's a very it's a very inefficient way to operate and it's very hard on your body okay you need to start lifting weights three days per week and you need to start you know tracking your nutrition and then once you do those two things, now we can use cardio to force um, more of a calorie burn to get to our goal quicker. And that's what I want to transition into um, talking about next because I just had this conversation with one of my clients. And I, I think a lot of people will uh, resonate with this. So um, I have an online client right now. He's been, he's been in the program for about two months. Okay, Before he got into the program, all he was doing was cardio, okay? He has a Peloton at home, and he was hammering out the Peloton, and I believe that's really the only cardio he was doing. So he was he got a Peloton, and he was just cranking the Peloton, okay? And for the reasons I just mentioned, his nutrition, you know, he had no nutrition uh, program. He had no weight training, so he was getting no results, okay? And we're two months into the program, and he's really dialed in his nutrition, He's been following the, his his strength training program, and he's down about 12 pounds right now. So I'm starting to add cardio into his more cardio in his training and to his programs on a weekly basis. And he and during our last you know when we talked last the other day, he was like, I just don't want to I just don't want to get on the Peloton. You know I just don't want to do any cardio. I just want to lift. And I said, you know we're lifting five days a week. Like why you know let me ask ask you why do you want to do six days? He's like. I just had this mental thing like cardio just like doesn't work. And this is something that people fall into, okay? And the thing I had to get through his mind is like, listen, you were using cardio incorrectly in the past, okay? You were doing a whole lot of Peloton rides, but your diet was way out of whack and you weren't lifting. That's why we weren't seeing results, okay? Now that you have your your diet in check and now that we're lifting five days a week, when we add that cardio in, it is now beneficial to us getting to our goal, okay? Now it is going to help us lose weight faster, okay? So don't have this negative viewpoint of cardio because now when you're using cardio correctly, it is going to work for your fat loss goal, okay? And he's like, I know, I know, I gotta, I gotta tell myself. And now, that was about two weeks ago, and now, you know, I think he has a much better perception when we, when we have our cardio days of like, okay, I'm doing cardio today, but it is going to get me closer to my goal. In the past, it wasn't because I was doing the lifting incorrectly. I was doing the nutrition incorrectly. But now that I got those two things dialed in, now I can feel confident that when I do cardio, it is helping me get closer to my fat loss goal. It is helping me look leaner in the mirror. Okay, And I wanted to share that story because I think a lot of people feel that way. And that's one side of the spectrum where people think, oh, cardio doesn't do anything. Cardio does and is a very helpful tool when you've when when you're using it correctly. Okay. And you know, that's just a great example of like, okay, we've had this negativity around it in the past because it didn't work in the past, because we're doing, you know, the lifting and the nutrition wrong. Now we're doing everything correctly. And that's what I refer to as just getting everything dialed in. And those are the three essentials that you you yourself 
need to get dialed in if you want to see big results in the mirror. Um, okay, that was basically what I wanted to go over from you know a cardio standpoint. So just to like you know just to wrap up this episode, the one thing is like the first thing I went over is like okay, best form of cardio is going to be either you know whatever you like to do in terms of cardio, or you know again in my opinion walking is the best form. Um, because of its ability to be beneficial in burning body fat and ramping up your calorie burn and then also very low impact and you're able to do it consistently. Um, so that's why I think it's the best form. Um, and then again, if you're like, if you're someone, you know, like I just mentioned my client who's like kind of got this negativity around it, it's like you need to understand what what's more important here, Okay. We can't, the main focus cannot be on cardio if our goal is to lose body fat and to gain muscle mass. Our main focus needs to be getting our nutrition in check and getting um, and following a structured weight training routine. Those two things are going to dramatically change how you look in the mirror and get you on track to losing, losing weight and looking how you want. And not until you get those two things dialed in should you start spending any time doing cardio, okay? Because if you are then you're just working harder and not smarter. And again, that's the worst place to be, okay? If you need help with any of that that I went over, that is exactly what I do with my clients is, okay, let's get, you know, you need to follow structured strength training routine. Here's your calories. Here's your macros. We got to get those dialed in. Then we can use cardio correctly and force, you know, get us to our, our, our goal uh, quicker. Um, so if you have any questions with that, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is rickyperez.fit um but shoot me a message let me know you know let's let's go over like you know what you're struggling with and all that and i can kind of point you in the correct direction um but yeah that's like the main thing that i that's the main thing i see is like people are just using cardio incorrectly i don't want you to be one of those people we're all about working smarter and not harder we want to actually get to our results we want to know that the work that we're putting on in in the gym um you know in regardless if it's in weightlifting or in cardio, that it's actually getting us closer to our goal because we don't want to be spinning our tires. That is the worst place to be. All right. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody. I will see you in the next episode. Peace.